am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. Why, 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 why don't they like me? Because Nike gave a lot of niggas checks when I'm the only nigga ever to check Nike. Richer than white people with black kids. Scarier than black people with ideas. Nobody can tell me where I'm heading. I feel like Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen at my wedding. Is that the verse? I mean, I don't always do a whole verse. I, mean, I seen Kanye was with Scottie Pippen's kids. I feel like the listeners like when you sing now. The, the people have given, I guess, some strong reaction. Or they just like think it's funny. I don't know. I can't tell. It's not funny, dog. It's <laughs> serious business when I say her name, my fans, dog. All right. Well, we'll put that to it. We should, that should be the next poll. Do you, you want know, Rob to sing more or not? It's a, it's a rough time to be an R&B fan right now. You know what I'm saying? What's that? I mean, Usher out here burning. R. Kelly out here, you know, with his coat and whatnot. They really just let that slip through the cracks pretty. Uh, we were mad for Bobby, three days. Bobby V out here hiding behind pants. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just watched the video for that today. That was crazy. That was crazy. I missed that. We got you got. So it was a it was a transgender <laughs> lady supposedly and behind the behind the camera, uh-huh. and she videoing Bobby Valentino put his clothes back on, and he put his pants over his face and try <laughs> to hide, and then he just walks away. He leaves some of his clothes. He leaves like his bag and stuff. She's Where like, is his? You're not gonna you're not gonna get your stuff. Well, you better get my money or else I'm putting this out. <laughs> and then he just, like, walks out. Is that like some hotel? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What is Bobby Valentino doing? She gonna let me beep, 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 beep. Oh, man. Hey, everybody. Uh, we got a rich- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to the Book of Yay Podcast. I'm Chris Daniels. Shall they been eyeing me? And Rob's just gonna sing for the rest of the episode. <laughs> and we got a special guest, uh... Comedian, fellow Detroit brethren, yeah. my man Alex oh, English. No, no. Nah, fuck you. We, Whoa, we shout damn. Out. <laughs> no, because we shout out what Atlanta up, all the time. Atlanta, Atlanta's the cousin to we, uh, Detroit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But all yeah. y'all want to be Jeezy anyway. That's not Jeezy show up to Detroit that's and literally like he he's in love. He he's lucky because everybody doesn't get that reception. Ask oh. Rick Ross, okay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he ain't saying that. He ain't saying that when he showed no, up to Detroit. Trick, trick to anybody. You know. <laughs> Not everybody. He let he let Jeezy. Jeezy and him and Gucci. He has the express pass, that easy pass, straight through. <laughs> easy pass into Heart Plaza. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, where is it? This the Heart Plaza shame park. Too many ref, too many go? Detroit references yeah, for us. So. We gotta cool it. <laughs> He does not look happy. I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know, I don't know nothing after Smokey Robinson. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what y'all talking about. Like, I know about Hitsville, and that's it. That Bobby yeah, V yeah. thing is a, is a trip, though. That's a trip because, it, I mean, this is not the first time we've seen a, um, a black, even, but an entertainer get caught up 
But on video, the, yeah, it's the video. It's the hiding yeah. behind the pants. Well, it wasn't his pants. It was his drawers. <laughs> That's the thing. Wait, I watched it this morning. I watched it this morning, and I was uh, like, "Are those his underwear?" He's just hiding. It's not his pants. Those are his underwear. So what I took from that was is that like long johns. I don't know what I don't know what the situation was because he still walked out of the room. Whatever the situation was, he did not feel confident in swatting at the phone, and so funny. he felt like he had to hide behind articles of clothing. And then you got Duval and Charlemagne talking crazy about transgender people on on Breakfast Club. Same so, weekend. I mean, trans trans rights I, is I, at an all time high. I did weekend. see that. It's, <laughs> Uh, it's just becoming more evident that no, I don't, so many people just don't understand trans culture and like what they go through. All the time. I, I, I myself don't even understand, but so many people speak on it as if they have Kanye actual does. information. Kanye appreciates it. What you mean? Yeah, I it? feel like I mean he hasn't beat up Bruce Jenner yet. So. No, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. He was no, he was supportive of yeah. Caitlyn. Yeah. See, and that's that's I feel like if we have more people doing that now, of course, like that just reminds me of Chappelle's bit that he does in his new special about about Kanye, uh, seeing seeing Kanye in Hollywood and like being mm-hmm. like, you know, y'all didn't see it before he came out as transgender. I saw Kanye walking around the streets and we was like, he was looking at me like. Just wait until you see in a few months what's about to happen. <laughs> I feel like that was made up, though. I don't think it was. You don't think Mm-mm. it was? Mm-mm. I feel like I feel like Kanye is definitely the type of person that wears his emotions on his sleeve. But I don't think he was okay. No, I agree with that. You talking about Dave I'm, Chappelle's I'm, angle? I'm, I think the connection. You know what I'm the saying? Connection the connection of like him Kanye, looking miserable. Why the long face? Oh, why the long Might face? We had many of photo of Kanye with long face. Well, yeah, but you never know like what type of like family conversation or get together happened where Bruce sat them down and was like, "Okay, y'all, I won't have a dick in like 2 months." So, but, but when <laughs> you know, and when, that's a lot for somebody, especially since you married into that family. Like, when that's a lot. When Bruce had the special, when Kaylin had the special um uh that weekend, mm-hmm. she said that Kanye was, you know, the person who told Kim to contact him, you know? Okay. So, I mean, I, I think that, you know, Kanye, I think having lost a family member, having, yeah. you know, uh, knowing the importance of, of their relationship, you know, I mean, that was, you know, the, he he's, now I don't know how true that is, but he got the credit as being the person to, you know, get Kim to, you know, even though she was hurt and she was upset to, you know, reach out and start communication again, so. Yeah. I mean, I just would never forget that one. I don't know what party they were at, but there was a picture of him sitting next to Caitlyn, and it was there. First of all, I don't like Caitlyn at all anyway, so. No. If he did sucker punch her one time, you know, I wouldn't be mad about it, but <laughs> I wouldn't call it transphobic. It'd be more of a political statement, but, you know. You know what? The, view, <laughs> yeah. the views of Alex does not reflect Robert. Forever dog, Chris. They are you know solely my the own. Yeah. So any of your club. gay any of your gay fan base can direct all of their um transgress transgressions. That, that's what we brought you here for, man. You fucking it up. Their transgressions this can be directed weird. my way. <laughs> you can get trans aggressions. It's okay. It's okay. The news is weird. The juice is loose. The mooch is loose. America's in disarray. The mooch is loose sounds like Somebody got herpes I like going it. down on someone. A little bit. <laughs> All I know is the White House is always in disarray. Uh, yeah. Kyrie and LeBron are, I guess they're being petty. 
I've been Kyrie's away from this story. They're being for a extremely petty. What exactly is happening? Can someone? Feel, I, I haven't really been reading like what. Okay. So Kyrie said that he wanted to um, be traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Keep in mind, this hasn't come out of a Kyrie saying it to the press or anything. But when he met with management this offseason a few weeks ago, he made it known that he wanted to be traded. And the story that's been put out is the reason he wants to be traded is that he doesn't want to play next to LeBron James anymore. Okay. Now, he don't have no no trade clause. He don't have no— <laughs> He just want to leave. He doesn't have LeBron protections. He, he don't have no right. kind of protections. And he's on contract for two years. So Cleveland can just be like, hey— Either you're gonna sit on the bench or you're gonna you know, you're gonna shoot some shots or you're gonna do whatever, but you staying Yeah, like you'll in be in training. Camp. He's trapped. He's yeah. he's trapped. Or they can send him anywhere. They yeah. can be like, Well, guess what? You are a Dallas Maverick now. Yeah. You know, he, he put go, out he put out a list of teams he would like to play for, which don't make sense <laughs> when you list them. Um <laughs> doesn't make but sense at all. It's like you're not in a position he's not in a position to make demands. Right. At all. Really. So How long has he been with the part. Cavs? Like what, four years, five years? He's playing with the his Cavs whole his, career. his whole career. His whole career. So he played three years before three years. without LeBron mm-hmm. and then the last three with LeBron. Okay. And, I mean, it's weird to hear somebody who's been to the finals three times in a row but like, I don't want to be here anymore, you know? That's true. This is the reason Kevin Durant is going to another team. Yeah. And he's uh, been reporters thinking like, oh, I want to be one of these guys who's the centerpiece. I want to be one of these point guards who got a team. Built I don't want to play up around them. Around I was like, have you talked to Dame Lillard lately? But think, like, well, think about it. Think about it. If you were on a team and you made the game-winning shot in Game Seven to win a team a first championship in fifty-something years for the for the city, first time in fifty-something years for the city. First championship in franchise history, you would be the he guy did. who's gonna get the statue. But because of all the attention LeBron gets, people almost forgot that that happened. They have yeah. they have a Kyrie the shot. They call it the shot. They know what it is. There's no, the they shot. call it the block. There's the shot they don't, and the block. They don't talk about the shot as much as they talk about the block. Maybe, but he the shot don't happen if the block don't happen. But every at the time same they time, ask LeBron James the block about don't Kyrie, mean nothing if Kyrie, the shot don't happen. LeBron puts all the praise on Kyrie all the time. Mm-hmm. So this is kind but of everybody else. Everybody else does it though. I mean, it's LeBron okay. James. All right. Well, well that's a, his problem. This is not, this is not a sports <laughs> podcast. But that's his problem. Let's though. just get into the petty. Well, okay. well, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. Kyrie go on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. First of all, you know, which is the place. First of all, listen, yeah. if our president can go to Twitter with his problems, an, an NBA player can go to Snapchat. So he on a plane. <laughs> he headed. He headed home from China. From China, and he plays "I'm Coming Home," which is the song that they kept playing for LeBron. You know, the Diddy song. Yeah. That they kept playing for LeBron, you know. Shout out to Diddy, you know what I'm saying? He gonna he gonna <laughs> Hello. get he gonna get no Spotify spin somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't stop, won't stop is on Apple Music right now. So you know, uh, so he playing that. Everybody took that as oh, that was the name of the Sports Illustrated article where LeBron said he was coming to Cleveland. Oh my God, he's being so petty, blah blah blah. So then, what did LeBron do? What did he do? Didn't LeBron say something or do something? All LeBron put out um, since then was about how Oh, so Meek Mill album came out. And LeBron, (laughs) like, had he was in the gym and he was... Now, LeBron's been doing this thing where he has one hand on his phone 
mm. with the with the front camera, and the other hand, he's doing like a Dame Dash dance. The first the first big one was with the T Grizzly song with First Day Out, and that was, remember you saw that video right? Yeah, when he was like singing First Day Out, yeah, he's like yes, and they were like people. So he's doing, doing that. It was the he's, Brian challenge. He's yeah. He's done a bunch of more workout videos over the course of the summer. He's so yeah. bored. Oh, he needs so to go Brian's just be in the gym <laughs> with his compression shorts on. Put some shorts on, dog. You make shorts with your name on them. Put them on. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to see your whole butt. You know what I'm saying? I already got to see. I Lawrence. mean, I don't mind it, but also like you know, I have a different bias than. I already got to see Lawrence <laughs> butt all every listeners. Sunday. I don't need to see. All these butts, you know what I'm saying? Lawrence so anyway. Hive's still strong, though. I didn't see yesterday's episode, so if anything happened to damage Lawrence Hive, I don't know yet. No, nah, no, nah, actually, Lawrence was like a real dude, you know what I'm saying? All team right. Lawrence, team honesty, team being real about your stuff, you'll see it. <laughs> anyway, so, um, <laughs> so Kyrie goes to Harrison Barnes' wedding. I don't know why a Duke person would go to. A North Carolina person's wedding, but you know that's neither <laughs> that nor this. It's not gang wars. Hey, hey, hey! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you, if you, if you royal blue, why you at a Carolina blue wedding? But anyway, so <laughs> they're there, and uh, so is Steph Curry. Steph Curry is and there, a bunch of other NBA and players. Steph Curry on the dance floor doing the LeBron Challenge, Challenge. dance. Now he lifting weights. He's, he doing, doing he's the, like, exaggerating the whole pump. thing. He doing the incline press. Oh, uh, they it. was talking shit about LeBron at that wedding. And Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie is, is in there loving it. Dying. Oh, uh, they yeah. were talking big shit about him probably at that wedding. There's probably saying so much shit. Oh, I would love to have been there. But, you know, Kyrie <laughs> Kyrie uh, FaceTimed Kobe when he won the championship. Kyrie got a dad. Yeah. He ain't FaceTime his dad. He FaceTime Kobe. Like, he, he think, you know, he think he's Kobe. Kobe and Shaq, they broke the team up. You know, uh, they was two superstars. Kyrie and LeBron, the only people to put yeah, up 40. Yeah, Kobe, but Kobe and Shaq got into it because Shaq had done everything he really wanted to do. He's Shaq, nah. Shaq had let himself go. He wasn't working as hard as Kobe was at this point. Yeah. Kobe was still thinking of, I, I got 10 more years to build Kobe a legacy. Kobe was putting up 40 on them playoff runs. It just the, the, Kobe had won some of them games. It just seems weird to see... Kyrie and LeBron fall out very suddenly. But they were saying how Kyrie and LeBron didn't necessarily have like the best relationship in the first place anyway. I think no. that I think that it was a relationship that reporters and media were trying to dictate that LeBron was this parental figure or this much more and Kyrie I mean wasn't Kyrie about did go to LeBron's summer camp. I didn't know that. There is a picture of Kyrie in high school and like <laughs> shaking LeBron's hand like, "Oh man, congratulations, you made it through the camp." It's, it's, uh, I mean, I understand some things. I understand if you're a 25-year-old dude and LeBron James is running everything, mm-hmm. essentially, maybe you're like, all right, I want some control of my own career in life, right. and I don't want this. That makes sense. The whole way he's going about it, though, doesn't really make sense to I me. I feel like most of like the NBA just needs to wait for LeBron to either retire or die. Like it just has to be like one of those. I mean, things. I feel like I mean, death is a long ways away, <laughs> or like I, a career-ending injury or something. Jesus Christ! Like he's not going anywhere, so it's like somebody's gonna have to deal with like yeah. his, you know, the way. Even though he didn't win this year, you know, it's still he still dominates the league. So someone's gonna have to bear that burden right. of 
playing under And him. as far as pettiness goes. It's like Jordan. Kyrie's got all the, like, LeBron's pettiness level is very low right now, where he's just like, hey, man, I'm just enjoying my summer, my summer working to get to the finals again next year. Essentially, that's all he said. Nah, that Meek Mill line was about, like, it was <laughs> definitely about, like, people not being loyal to you and, like, you know, like, people hating on you. And, I, like, like it was very, the line that he chose was very specific applied to this Kyrie situation. Well, what arguments do you think have existed between the two of them, if any? Like, what what problems do you think have occurred? I think I that think, we don't know I think Kyrie is a is a is a he's his own dude, and I think LeBron is like like the guy that everybody loves in the locker room and corrals around. And yeah. yeah, so you know, LeBron is like everybody's buddy, and Kyrie. You know, he's super talented. But he also he, thinks the earth is flat. But he so. thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> you know, And, and so if not. LeBron don't think the earth is flat, he thinks the earth is flat. You know what I'm saying? They probably like joking around, you know, spinning globes on their fingers and Kyrie, like having a good you time. you flew from China. Just look outside the window. You can see the curvature of the earth. I don't know what he needs as evidence. I'm really, I hate flat earthers. That's all I'm just saying. Flat Earthers, but I mean, There's I, a society. I, I feel like society. I feel like Kyrie feels like LeBron made the Blueprint Three, and you know what I'm saying. He's like falling off, you know, and he's like, all right, but then he comes through, you know. They make Watch the Throne, and then he comes with this Magna Carta, Holy Grail stuff with Justin Timberlake. And he's like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so who's that? So whose side are you on in, in this in this situation when you put it in that context? Because okay. I mean, you got to pick a side. In between Kyrie and LeBron, or yeah. between Jay Z and Kyrie, Kyrie and LeBron. Because I mean, everyone because they mirror. <laughs> well, yes, of course. We are, we but they mirror. Uh, but these situations kind of mirror one another in their like you know aesthetically. Um, they do. I mean, okay, I'm I'm I gotta go with LeBron just because Kyrie's not from Cleveland. That's true. So you gotta understand like. You in a city, but I get why he would want to be traded, but I don't, but I don't get why you would mess up the situation, especially because you being that much of a Kobe fan, you know that Kobe has went back and said, "Dang, me and Shaq could have figured it out." You watch Shaq get a championship in two thousand six in Miami. You watch him go to Eastern Conference Finals in oh five when Kobe was struggling. So you know that you know Shaq had they would co. All star MVP in 09. You mm-hmm. know they could have they could have been straight for another five years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you right. put that in jeopardy? Like that clearly had soured. This didn't seem to sour. Kyrie just decided suddenly like fuck it. But and, and it's an age thing too, and it, and it's a perception thing. You come in the league, you rookie of the year, mm-hmm. you get you finally get that contract. You think you about to be the man. You you out here wilding. You Uncle Drew. You know what I'm saying? Then somebody come through. And now you on a big stage, you able to show like, yeah, I could cross up Steph Curry, but you know, I think I think you know it's an ego thing, it's a youth thing, it's a lot of things. Yes, it's very much. So I, th- I agree with the age thing, one hundred percent. Yeah, it definitely parall- parallels everything that's going on with Kanye and Jay Z mm-hmm. and their a little careers. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, there. I don't know. There's there's this BBC documentary that's gonna come out this week. You guys can hear it if you uh, you guys can watch it if you listen this week, and they're gonna chronicle everything. But it's basically everything that we essentially know. But you get to see how they know. They mm-hmm. all the way in London. I'm talking what about they people know. who follow the reports. But what I'm saying is they in London. 
How they know anything? I'm talking you know about people who who who've been following to? Kanye they and Jay Z. They talked to Tim Westwood. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> people who've been following the situation have a general idea. How they know more than we know, and they over there. We over here. They don't know more. It's called public enemies. The only public enemy I know is Chuck D, Pro- Professor Griff, Flavor Flav. Don't forget Terminator the Johnny Depp X. movie. I don't know the Johnny Depp movie. It's a gangster movie. It's pretty good. It's all right. Anyways. You can see. Shout out to Chuck D getting <laughs> in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I was just there Shout uh, out to a couple Monique. weeks ago. It was a great place. Shout out to Q from Smyrna. Alex, you got a shout out? Shout out to Jesus. Right. <laughs> shout out to Jesus. <laughs> I'm team Jesus now. No, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, um, this relationship between Jay-Z and Kanye um parallels itself in the fact that just like Kyrie, Kanye kind of just just what did I say? Just like Kyrie, mm-hmm. Kanye kind of jumped the gun, kind of, and kind of jumped to conclusions, I feel like, when there were no then when when I feel like there was no basis for it really. And I'm sure that, you know, I love him. Let's just I, I love him to death. However, I do think he was a little erratic in the way he called out I think that he might have seen things that maybe weren't there, but he also felt like he deserved something. Yes, just like just, just like, like Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I think I think it is like okay, you're presenting to the world that that we're friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With like like this narrative has been built that these guys are friends. They are sat next to each other at the BET Awards, at the MTV Awards. When Beyonce announces her pregnancy to the world. We see Kanye come behind Jay-Z and tap him on the shoulder like, yeah, this is great. We did this. Wish and it could so, have been me. Something I'm talking. <laughs> I don't know why oh, people I, think, I think Kanye. He's, I think he's in love with Beyonce way more than Jay-Z. We all are <laughs> human beings. But no, we I think all are but in you love know with how, the like, queen there's that friend. You know how there's that friend. That when you, that, there's always that dude where it's like you a little bit too close to my woman, homeboy. Like, you a little too obsessed with her. Like, I'm pretty sure he's, like, you know, snuck a pair of her panties somewhere into, like, a duffel bag what? of his. How are or, you like, sure of this? Like, I mean, I'm not saying this as fact. I'm just thinking, saying what I think or what I've known people to do in the past, in my life experiences. And I've known people to steal people's uh, undergarments and keep them for them. I mean, maybe I've done it once, my, once myself, but okay, now we're it's not about point. me. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Basically. come by the house comes after Kanye, Jay-Z doesn't come to the wedding. I oh, think that's that, right. They that, didn't go. They didn't go to the wedding. But mm. you can understand why they didn't go to the wedding. Can you not? Well, there's a lot of different reasons, I feel like. Because didn't wasn't Kanye already kind of wilding out before the wedding with them when it came to like his relationship with Jay Z? He was kind of being public about stuff that Jay Z didn't really want. I mean, they've always public. seemed to be different we'll types see. of people. Oh, but, well, absolutely. Yeah. But but that wedding is a it's a spectacle. That's what I always yeah. thought the the kilt was. Uh-huh. I always thought the kilt was like testing Jay Z, because you remember Jay Z and R Kelly. Had their their issue when they were on tour together. That didn't last. Jay Z <laughs> hadn't been Jay Z hadn't been a, to those big venues since. So I felt like you know what I'm saying to watch the throne tour is like if you mess this up. Now it's not it's not me because I've you know I haven't had a problem in arenas. 
Does the best you. of both worlds so, even exist anymore? I feel like he scrapped that. But that <laughs> tour, no, 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 no. You can get the best of both worlds. It's on title. It might be. It might be one of your few. Jay Z things you can get on Spotify. On Spotify, you probably don't yeah. give a fuck about that album. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what's going on with him, but yeah, that album can stay in the public. Also, guess <laughs> who's back by Beanie Single? Jay Z has a verse on there. If you're feening for some Jay Z on Spotify, <laughs> yeah, because he took everything down. But he's, Kanye, on, yeah. he's on iTunes though, right? I think he's on iTunes. He's yeah. put, like four, what? Like four, four, four is on iTunes, and some stuff, some Jay Z stuffs on iTunes. Yeah, but it might, it might, it might bounce after a while. Kanye wasn't on no four, four, four at all, was hmm? he? wasn't on four, four, four at all, Kanye. No, no. no. And you know Jay-Z what I noticed is with, that he left him with, out of the footnotes too. Jay Z got got with Kanye's mentor, No ID. No ID did the producing but that's who got Kanye started making beats did right. you see the footnotes the video come compilation of all like Chris Rock was in it like all of like oh yeah no he's yeah. not gonna be in it <clears throat> that, so, come by the house <laughs> <laughs> come bring by your the film house. crew come yeah. by the house come by the house we'll make pudding come on man pudding. that's a call <laughs> no I got it yeah. I got it I got it all right, but this this all ties beautifully into the song you picked for this episode, mm-hmm. uh, Big Brother. Why did you choose this song? Well, I chose Big Brother because um, I figured you guys did flashing lights already, so it was like I don't know, I don't think we no, did. we, we haven't did. done. Damn, flashing I didn't realize. Lights. Well, see, the thing is, Graduation is a really, really great album to me, one of his best for me personally. Um, it came out when I was going into college, my freshman year of college. So I was already a Kanye fan. So Flashing Lights was definitely like the leading single off of that album that got me hooked on it. Um, um, I Wonder is also an amazing, an amazing song. Um, but Big Brother, to me, <clears throat> spoke to me the most because I think I had never heard of like, I had never seen or heard an album or a song rather be dedicated. I never saw two black men, two rappers let alone, one raise up the other in a, in a way and kind of like rap in a story that kind of beautifully tells their relationship and how he admired him and how he could barely speak to him when he first met him. And it, it kind of just, it was one of the few times in song where we got to see um, very early on Kanye be humble and be very kind of like vulnerable and um, feet on the ground and kind of like, you know, he wasn't otherworldly in this sense. It was like, this is somebody I really admire. This is my dedication to him, and this is how much I love him. So I was really excited <clears throat> about that. Plus, I remember that that song will always be cool to me because of the 106 in Park performance that he had with it around when the album came out. I don't know if you guys remember, but when he ended the song, my big brother, my brother, my brother, he said it, and then Jay-Z came out on stage and then did encore. Okay, so that episode, so that was like a really epic moment in 106 in Park history. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that episode of 106 in Park was uh, it was 50 Cent and Kanye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 50 Cent was apparently really mad that Jay Z came out mm. during Kanye's performance because you know they they have their, their going, albums came out on the same their day. their albums came out mm-hmm. on the same day. It's 50 Cent, you mm-hmm. know, like said if if. I get outsold. I'm quitting. And then Jay-Z, you know, comes out and it's like, oh, if 50 Cent knew that, (laughs) he would have brought out Eminem. Yeah. Right. He basically, like Kanye basically in that that arena basically uh, did to him what he did to Ja Rule. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like... uh, 
you know. I just will always remember that one on Sixth and Park performance just because it was such a shock. I remember the first time I saw that. Mm-hmm. when it, when it, I think when it was live, like, I was like, did he just bring out Jay-Z? Like, I, no, yeah. one, no one thought, no one saw that coming. And so, then when yeah. Jay-Z walks out, it immediately switches to Encore. Which I mean. Is, you know, a song produced by Kanye. Everybody was freaking the fuck out. Yeah, like it, it was, was crazy. it was an amazing moment, which made that song. It really made that song because like we all know Encore. Like that right. album, Black album came out mm-hmm. before graduation. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, this is dope. But it made the song, it just made Big Brother more important to me and Kanye's mm-hmm. like discography, if you will. So yeah, I, I, I enjoy that. But the story to that is always funny. Like when I, I've read like Jay-Z's cleanups of the lyrics, if you will, like as far as like his explanation behind certain things. Oh yeah, that, some, like the jealous moments. And yeah, things like that. right. Yeah, it's always so funny because Kanye, Jay is like, yeah, well, Kanye said that, but this is what really happened. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, Jay Z and Chris Martin were yeah. like they have been cool for for a minute, mm-hmm. but them being cool, they didn't have music together. They didn't have music together, you mm-hmm. know, until Beach Chair, which was out. Before graduation, before before graduation, uh, homecoming. But you know that's I mean, Kingdom Come is in a post late registration world. There's you know there's probably overlap in them working on it. I would say there are other rap songs where black males talk about other black males in that way, Hmm. but those black males are always dead. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You can't we, bring them out. You have to be dead. We'll like, in order for me love, to contribute right. you to one of y'all gotta right. go. Like, we'll you know always I mean? love Big Papa. <laughs> right. You know? Right. I reminisce right. over you, my guy. Exactly. Like, like yeah, you gotta yes. die for me to, like, <laughs> gotta die. talk about and you. And that's the part, that's the part that spoke to me was just like, oh, here's this rapper, here's this hip-hop artist showing appreciation for the hip-hop artists that kind of brought him through. And then you kind of have, like, a domino effect where Big Sean does it to Kanye, where he right. she shouts Kanye all, all the time on every song. He yeah. also, he also yeah. gives you multiple vulnerabilities. Yes. Because he starts off, yes. he's shy, mm-hmm. he's... he's Ambitious. He's ambitious, mm-hmm. he's jealous, and, he's, remember, and it all comes full circle. Yeah. Do you remember Big Sean's Say You Will verse, which was about how Kanye wasn't, like, Helping him with his career, yes, and stuff. yes. And he'll, I mean, Sean would even say that on on any in, in interviews, it wouldn't even mm-hmm, be on the song. He'd mm-hmm. be like, Yeah, he would just be like, You need to do everything on your own. I'm not gonna help you, I'm gonna help you with this, but I'm not gonna help you make a hit song. Yeah. You hear that, designer? Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and look where Sean is now. So, like, yeah, it makes sense. But Kanye, I mean, it's just it's also really, really, really interesting to watch to listen to that song. And watch the 106 in Park performance and hear how the song got made and what all the stuff he put into it. But then see what the result is, what, maybe 10, year, 10 years down the line now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're not speaking. They're not going to each other's, they're not going to his wedding. And, you know, stuff like that. So, and what for me, what makes me lean more on Jay-Z's defense in this case is that Jay-Z had to clean up a lot of, like, things that people took away from the lyrics of Big Brother. So it makes me, the way I, the way my brain works is like, Kanye is one to exaggerate mm-hmm. and make things appear to be something that they may not necessarily, like the ticket situation. Yeah, I read sure. that too. Like, Jay, like he said what? We only got like, like four Ky- tickets. Like Kylie, ma- no, he said Kylie. No tickets. He, he only mentioned, he only mentioned <laughs> like, it's like I didn't even get a chance to spit it and Carly made me get two tickets. 
And then Jay Z's like, like he had to pay for him. Like yeah, he's like, like we gave you four, <laughs> we gave you four, nigga. But you wanted six. <laughs> if you want six, but we got four, you should pay for two. Oh, so when he says I could buy two tickets, yeah, that's what. But two that's extra. two of six. Yeah. But see, and that speaks he to how he had four. Right. He, never, he won't tell you so about like the four. Like Don, right. Ivan. GLC all could have <laughs> win. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That uh, speaks to Kanye's absurdity level where he's just like, oh, well, I ain't going to yeah, tell you about them four tickets he gave me, but the right. two, I was hurt and wounded about them two. <laughs> well, no, Colleen said I could buy two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lie. He didn't lie, but he, he also lie. but he also framed it in a way where, where Jay, where Jay had to clean truth. it up. Jay had to clean it up and explain to them, no, I didn't stiff him. on. T- I didn't make him buy tickets to my show. Which was sold out. In a day. I sold the garden in a day. Like, it wasn't like these tickets were yeah. available. Yeah. You know, these are like tickets for a sh- like a show that's like epically sold out. Yeah, they were sold out like the first day, probably. But it sounds good when you say the lyrics. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love how he calls Chris Martin Coldplay. Yeah. We talked about that on the podcast. No, when it's just Coldplay. It's just yeah. Chris Martin. <laughs> it's much easier to rhyme Coldplay than Chris Martin. I was I was also like the album art video that yeah. that Complex did with uh, I don't know how to say his name right now but Takashi Murakami there you go get yeah. it right uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, that that story was really really because I I never heard that before I never seen that video before so it was like for them they were basically telling the backstory to how Kanye got the the art the album art. For graduation. The, for graduation, yeah. mm-hmm. and so his his telling of it was that, and and it just speaks to Kanye's. I don't know if you want to call it genius or insanity or a mixture of the two, mm-hmm. but he comes into the room and like looks around and starts taking pictures of all of the dude's art, and then he just walks out. <laughs> no, no communication. No hello, maybe hello, but then it was just I'm taking pictures of these things and I'm walking out, and then. He says, he contacts him later and says, yo, I want to speak to you. And, he, and he's like, you had every chance to speak to me the first time well, you came started, into my studio. Like it's, it's, well, it's, I think it's very similar to how he finds artists to collaborate with, where he starts from a distance and you get to see what you like about it specifically. I'm like, okay, now what can, what do they do with it that I love? Now, what possibly can yeah. I do? But you can so, even tell from his account that he was a little taken aback by just that Initial in- right, interaction because right, yeah. it's just like you're not gonna like as so many people say more than two words to me. <laughs> Kanye got really into Takashi Murakami's uh, sculptures of women with big breasts. Yes, yes, and he had him make like miniature figurines. Those were his invitations to his 30th birthday party the summer before graduation came out. And if you remember the Glow in the Dark tour, the lady mm-hmm. they like like was brought down. That's like one of those Takashi Murakami sculptures. So maybe the pictures was for that. Yeah. But then, you know, I I think when you look at the grad, like looking at Murakami's art, I feel like it's very abstract. It's very like, like, you know, there's one thing and it's kind of out. And I feel like graduation is probably the most concrete that we've seen, you know, like, like you, like, you can clearly interpret that, you know, the bear is being launched into the world with the varsity jacket on. And, you know, I mean, that that starts the whole obsession that people have with the air mags. You know, he puts 
you know, the DeLorean in there. He puts the, uh, you know, the, the air mags on him. So I feel like, I mean, that whole aesthetic, there's people that still dressing mm-hmm. with like baseball collars on their, their jackets, you know, like, like the varsity jacket style now. So, I mean, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. It was, it was revolutionary at the time to just be like, this is my new style, but it's going to be on this bear. And he had to make him a Jesus piece. Right. The Murakami Jesus piece. I do like the way um, he talked about how Kanye started from distance and when he would posit his ideas about, like, all right, these little details in the background. But it always seemed like these are things that I need to represent, but the artist still doesn't. Yeah. He said he had, a, like, he said he had like 30% of, like, stuff to give while they were working together right. him in the stu- in the studio. So that was like, you know, something really cool. Yeah. He's, he's able to pull back. Yeah, I didn't know that about him. It's, <laughs> it's not it speaks a lot to to collaborating with artists, which in isn't general. easy. Mm-hmm. Um it's not easy to do because they spend so much time in control. Mm-hmm. So if you if you even have success in a re- in a relationship in that manner, that speaks big to how much you're on the same wavelength how much inspiration you might give the artist and just what ideas you actually bring to the table. Because mm-hmm. I feel like most artists of uh, his stature, probably most people will come to him like, can you do, like, do this? He'd probably be like, no, that's, like, I'm, that sucks. I'm it not sucks. doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Kanye's a different dude. Because you see him working all these different pathways. And no matter what you say about him, what you think of his genius and insanity, he, he <laughs> makes it work. He does. Um, I feel like... Big Brother didn't. I I feel like did it get radio play? No, uh, I don't think so. It's too slow. It's too slow. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of feel like Homecoming you know, got radio. Play. Homecoming definitely did. Yeah, I, I feel like when it came to Big Brother, I feel like it should have. It maybe should have even gotten a video. Stronger got radio play. I feel like course. I feel like Big Brother could have gotten a video, and I would have been. So? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe of like home footage of them in the studio. There are three flashing lights videos. Good life. Good life got a video. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he also had, yeah, that's true. And Good Life's video is like a jab at Justice. You think so? Because he jumped on stage during Justice uh, winning the video uh, of the year, remember? At the European MTV Awards. That was the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Justice does their video for, uh, is it for dance with the T-shirts? And they have all the different stuff with rotoscoped on mm-hmm. the T-shirts. And then Kanye uses the same effect on A Good Life, like kind of like a F you to them. So that's where Wale got it. <laughs> uh, Wale Dance comes out. Yeah, he got, I yeah. mean, he was he was spoofing the video. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause I think I I I saw the Wale video first. Before you saw you have you ever seen the Justice video? I'm tr- I can't even. The play Justice that video was first. I know the guy. That's what I saw. I saw Wale first. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Da- the dance video is first. Okay. Because mm-hmm. dance that video comes out around the time the Can't Tell Me Nothing video comes out. Gotcha. What do you think is gonna become of their relationship, Jay and Kanye? I mean, at this point in the game, I guess it this can go. This next album's gonna be fire. <laughs> first off, 
Or yeah. you have to wait till somebody dies and you get that <laughs> other vulnerable record. I Big guess. Brother Part Two, Little Brother, or or Little Brother if it's Kanye. We were I all think, scared it'd be him, but no, I don't think it's gonna happen. I've said this <laughs> before, but Big Brother was setting up a campaign that led to Watch the Throne, and I think that the the relationship between Kanye and Jay Z is exaggerated. Mm. Kanye is not there for reasonable doubt. He's not there for volume one, volume two, volume three. Those are whole volumes of Sean Carter's life, <laughs> you know, that he's not there for. Yeah, like, that's like true. Jay-Z is that's a true. full grown-ass grown man. Ass yeah. man <laughs> right. by the time the dynasty that's comes that's out. That's true, yeah. And that's when Kanye yeah. has a beat sent to Jay-Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we're in the mall, we yell out Jigga. Jigga's not in that same mall, mm-hmm. you know? So... I think that, you know, it's very exaggerated. I think, you know Do you think it's more it's 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 more it's one of them situations where one person loves more than the other? No, I think it's a situation where someone is the president of Def Jam <laughs> and the head of Rockefeller Records. You're the only thing going on Rockefeller Records. You have this this album that is amazing but it's pushing the bounds of hip hop. You need a track that's gonna bring it back to like this is, wait, like the label you're on, you know, so that it just all make like this is still a Rockefeller album. This is still, you know, that and how does that exist in this space? This record, I feel like it. You know, I feel like they're not brothers. I don't think you know. I think, but prior to this, to that, you know, I feel like that it's a chess move. Mm-hmm. And he he aligned himself with Jay Z, and now you know ten years later, there's a documentary coming out about their relationship. <laughs> like, is that a half hour or an hour? I don't know. No matter how much time <laughs> it is, the fact that there's a, there's a special you know yeah. where where they sit down with people and they're gonna talk about the relationship between Kanye and Jay Z when we know Kanye has lifelong friends. We know Kanye has people in his circle, like like. Yeah, I feel like Kanye is gonna have more. Would have more to say about the relationship than Jay. This would. is some industry stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this is like clearly some industry stuff. This, you know, this might be a, a far out comparison. You might get mad at me, but think, <laughs> think a little bit of of Batman and Robin. It's not Batman and no, Robin. No, I'm saying, but think about it's it. It's not. They not. They not in a two seater. I'm Until ta- I'm t- got to drop a nine nine. What happens to What happens to Dick Grayson after he's tired of fucking playing with, with Batman? It's more like sports. We were more right with the with the LeBron Kyrie. It's more two people they don't know each other that well, but you know they working together on something. Contract- Last call starts off with Jay Z saying. Fuck you, Kanye, first and foremost, for making me do this shit. You don't think night we can get Batman in the studio to make that happen? If And Batman's like, fuck you, Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> making me do this shit. I'm, not, I'm just talking about the transition from... I had to get everyone out the room, Batman. <laughs> I said, no, toast, I'm not thinking so much of the Robin relationship as the Nightwing. It's like, you know, you two, you, you got to be more peers now. Maybe you just want to be. Here's the thing. You always got to bring it back to comic books. Okay, Chris? What? We know you, you like comic <laughs> books. But this time it don't fit. Because Kanye and Jay-Z, they may, okay, when they may watch the throne, 
So you saying that's when they in Australia, that's that's Wayne Manor, and they you know training or whatever. I mean that might that might be like Ananda Parbat kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, okay, the, here's the 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 element the element that's missing from this whole thing is that. Dame Dash had a big part of Kanye's oh, that's true. Rockefeller existence, and Dame Dash is out of the picture by the time, you know, Dame Dash How is not going to... How do you feel gonna... about that, too? Because in that song, in Big Brother specifically, he says, used to be Dame, and used to be Dame and Big yeah. Brother. And I feel like that's kind of, that's it's really shady. To, it's to, not shady. Well, to, to jump it's, in... It's acknowledging, it's acknowledging Dame. In, in, it's acknowledging Dame, but it's also calling attention to like, I feel like in a way in that in that specific point of those lyrics, it's like it's there's a situation where it's like, oh, Dame used to be his brother, but they fell out. Now I'm his brother. It's better than what happened to you and Dame, man. Are y'all okay, man? He's doing the Indian dance to bring our rain back. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's making fun of the LeBron challenge <laughs> slash Dame Dash dance, you know. Like to me, to me, I think that that's a big part of the story. You know, like if you listen to Last Call, yeah. the the person you know Kanye's contact was Dame. You know, Dame signed Kanye. Yeah, Dame was like, you know, maybe Do we'll put Cameron on every song, save the album. That's Dame. I don't know. I'm sure they don't keep in touch anymore. I haven't seen like a Kanye phone Dame's call. The on one that, Dame's <laughs> the one that's like, "Are you that kid, Kanye? You gave all them beats to Jay Z. He got classics to your beats, B. You know what I'm saying? That's Dame. So I feel like I feel like when Big Brother, to me, Big Brother is fiction. There's a reason why we don't know about the other four t- tickets. There's a reason why you know. Okay, dig into the, like dig like into we talk like like when we talked to really though, you know when they in the mall mm-hmm. wearing iceberg, that's you know that's him hanging out with really though in GLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are yelling out Jigga. So it's more exact, not fiction, it's exaggeration. It's an exaggeration. Oh, it's it's, a, it's exaggeration. a creating. It's a creating and aligning of you know I like okay you could say maybe that. That J. Cole song where he talks about Kanye is the same thing, where he's aligning himself with one of the greats. Like Jay Z solidified. Mm-hmm. Jay Z retired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Came like 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 came back. Like Jay Z like already got his flowers and then was like, All right, I'm really not leaving. I just wanted some tributes. I wanted <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wanted people to see this movie, you know, but like Celine Dion and and Kanye and Kanye Kanye's bubbling up when all that's happening when all the like retirement this could be the last album this is the black album I'm fading to black all that stuff's happening Kanye's seeing that so he's seeing how to use manipulation and he does it it's the same thing as using Jesus and not being a gospel artist you know there's no there's you know, I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. Same thing so as if that, George Bush doesn't care about black people. It's the same thing. The the only thing is, he was able to make an album with this George Bush. So if this is manipulation and exaggeration, do you think, given what we've seen recently from their Kanye's at least thoughts on their relationship, do you think he's bought too much into the manipulation? 
either I think so. Either either he's bought into it or he doesn't know how to swing it. Cuz I feel like I feel like if you are going to create a scenario where you align yourself as someone's brother, then there has to be something in your head where you're like I have to figure out a way to make this flip so that we're enemies or if it flips and we're enemies, I have to be ready. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, seem, that has to like be. That right. has to Who's be. Whose fan is, base is more vicious and loyal? I don't Jay-Z's think it's about fan base. Like, well, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to pit yourself against someone, you got to be ready to take on those people who are loyal fans to the person you call your brother. And you also have I mean, your legion. I think, I think if it's fans. today, I think Kanye fans are more rabid than fucking Jay Z fans. Um, yeah, you're right, but that's because a lot of Kanye fans are like younger and they live. They in got like, a more. He has a more diverse fan base. And but, I, well, when you look at the video that came out when he was calling, didn't weren't there more than one video from the last tour where he come like, by the house called? Yeah, you know, like that's that. The main one, yeah. Like come by the house to me speaks to what you were saying, Rob was like. Jay Z's not coming over there. Like, what? Why are you inviting this type of? It's not even just that he's like Jay. Don't get, don't have your killers come after me. Like, I know you got people. Like, don't. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's talking about J Cole, Vic Mensa. Is that who he was talking about? Yeah, he's paranoid. All right. Okay. He's talking about. He's talking about. You know, if if J the Cole, nation, the if J Cole nation. walked up to my house. I would not be concerned about some beef I had with Jay Z. I'd be like, I feel like hey, J Cole. What do you do? Are you a bill collector? What are you here? Trying? I would not think J Cole was a bill bill collector. Like, no, I'd but be what, like, what exactly sir, do you want? I don't have any spare change. You and all of that hair. <laughs> sorry, I don't right? want the neighbors to think I'm selling dope. Please, yeah. leave. you yeah. and all of that hair, sir. What? I got some Febreze in here if you need it. I got. I'm uh, not sorry, thinking about Jay Z if you roll up on my of J J Cole's rolling up to my house. Jermaine, back. you need to take a shower. <laughs> we got we got a shower shower in there if you need to take a shower. Yeah, man. you right. He not a bill collector because <laughs> J Cole doesn't owe bills to anyone because he paid all his loan debt, which is why my mother is a big fan of him. Apparently, mm. <laughs> she, likes him, she likes him. She likes him. I guess she you could put you could debt. put your house on your album if you if you debt free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you own it. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm putting a trap house on my album. You're not gonna find out where I live. <laughs> that Atlanta, that Atlanta's creeping up about you. That's what's happening. Oh man, um, Alex, when's the first time you heard of Kanye West? Um, I was. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm so sorry. sorry. We gotta talk about this sample. Exactly. Okay, Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Chris, finding this sample. I had yes. no clue. I didn't either. That. Uh, Gonna be lonely, and I've heard the Prince album, Prince's second album, plenty of times, yeah. and never made that connection. Also, when Graduation came out, there was this mixtape called Hip Hop Is Red, and it had all the samples. That song is missing because in 2007, that's when Prince w- took over the internet and like erased everything Prince from the internet that like was you know illegal. So. But now Whoever. he's on Spotify. So, yeah, he's back. <laughs> I feel bad though because I feel like he he's somewhere it. cursing me yeah, out. Did <laughs> he wanted his masters to have his masters. You know, yeah. I'm not a Jay Z fan, but that was a great line. You know, I'm, I'm gonna give it to your boy. You know? <laughs> Shout out to Nas. So, <laughs> did Kanye and Prince ever have like a moment together? Did they have like a Kanye spoke. I know he's spoken about Prince. I mean, it's not Kanye. I know Prince. Prince seems like Kanye. he really wouldn't be that interested. Prince, no. Prince is uh, said he's. 
he likes Kanye. That he was a fan. He's given him praise before. I, I've never, I've never heard that. I, I've never, I didn't know that they had like a run in or anything well, like that. Prince uh, has always been like someone that's very like disconnected from yeah, he's, Kanye. He's produced, Kanye <laughs> produced O Three Bonnie and Clyde, where Beyonce sings a bridge that is a sample of "If I Was Your Girlfriend" by mm. Prince, and later that year, that Beyonce Prince Grammys moment yes. happens. So he might be the connection. He might have put Beyonce on Prince. Well, Prince was the one who told Beyonce that she needs to that she needed to learn how to play instruments. Mm. Did she do that? Probably not. No. <laughs> I haven't seen her. Does she play the guitar? Pull out a trumpet or a piano lesson? yet? I have not I have seen yet it to yet. See Beyonce hold an instrument. Maybe she's working on it for the next. Oh no, album. Beyonce don't hold her own instrument. Oh yeah, if she starts but playing, she an might instrument, play it. You know what I'm saying? Believe someone's she holding might play the violin on somebody else's neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move your arms like I would have moved. Yeah. Um, Prince and Kanye. They would have made a really good collaboration. That would have been a good song. That would have been dope. Had, you know, Prince been around. There's other samples um, on that album. I'm trying to think of... Uh, Doesn't I Wonder sample something? I Wonder samples La B. Safri. Yes, yes. Yeah, this That's one of my... It's like my second favorite song off of that album. Well, third. I like um, Flashing Lights the most, actually. Yeah. Even though I chose Big Brother. But it meant more to me. Because Flashing Lights is just like the go to the get ready for the party song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Dwayne, another Detroit shout out. Yeah, Dwayne, I forgot about that. He's from you Detroit? Should, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. You yeah. follow him on Instagram. He's a, fam- have... he's a family man now. Uh, does he, does yeah. he not do music anymore? No, he still does, mu- he still does, oh, okay. mu- he still does music, <laughs> but he's also a family man. Does he live in Detroit still? Uh, I, I believe he either still lives in Detroit or lives around somewhere nearby. In New York? No, in Detroit. Oh, like, in Detroit. Like, you know, like, you know how Metro. they like go, go, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that also because he because that's the thing. Kanye did work with a lot of Detroit artists too because he worked with Slum Village too for right. um mm-hmm. and um what was the college dropout for um what was the name of that song? Uh, I used to love the video for it. I'm going. Yes, yes, yes. I um, met I met Miss California from that video. She <laughs> came to one of my shows. I follow her on Instagram. Shout out to Miss California. Yeah, that was around when I met to, to answer your question. I remember when that song came out. I was in middle school, I think, and I used to. It was probably that. My, aunt, I was, my yeah. aunt used to drive me high school, and they used to play that song on the radio all the time. Yeah. She hated that song. It was in heavy rock. Well, it's because Slim Village was a part of it. No, so. she hate she hated because she was like. Why you gotta? She was like, "Why you gotta have all the ladies?" Like I was like, "They literally says like, it's called selfish." <laughs> yeah, that was. I will say that's probably to answer your question. When I first heard Kanye, I feel like might have been yeah, yeah, because like he hadn't. That was a part of College Dropout. That was the first album. No, I don't, was that? Yeah. Like, no, that's no, it's a, some, it's a Slum Village song. It's a Slum Village it's, song. You're right. With a John yeah. Legend See, ass nigga. I'm thinking, I'm, my, my train of thought is that was a Kanye song yeah. that made it to an album because he was on it. Because mm, right. that's how I processed that. But um, that was my first time hearing hearing Kanye. From and the Polo Fleece to the, the Jesus. Polo the Polo Fleece to the Pieces, please. Yeah, and I was just like, it was, I always kind of had this like awareness, like, who is this new rapper? And mm-hmm. who is it? Because I mean, at the time, everybody was everybody was still listening to the radio. Obi Trice, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> I think he just started just popping up. That I right. mean, Kanye was one of them artists for me that was just like, he's hot now. This was like post Nelly dilemma mm-hmm. with Kelly Rowland, mm-hmm. and when you had your CD case with you, when you had like your summer summer mix two thousand three. 
2002 mix CD that you sold. Mm-hmm. Off your burnt CDs when you know this was the CD burner. He came, Air Force he ones, came, yes, he beautiful. came post CD burner, like slowly trickling in the into the MP3 right. players. Like that was when Kanye really like came in mm-hmm. to his own. So I was like, okay, who's this person? And then he just started popping up more, and I was like, okay, I I, I like him, I dig him. By selfish, I think I was like full, like all right. I'm wearing a collar every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was definitely pulled out out for about a good seven year span yeah. because and with the with the collar up, like yeah, the sweater, the sweater, polo sweaters also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for the winter. Was Fonsworth in that video? Yeah, Fonsworth was in. I that think video. that might have been one of the. I tailored my life after him for like two years. Like Fonsworth Bentley was everything that I wanted to be. I carried I carried around colorful umbrellas on campus. I brought an umbrella to a picnic one time. Did it got roasted so hard? <laughs> I was gonna say you did you get rave reviews? No, no. 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 Okay. The, the, yeah, the umbrella did not work out well at Piedmont Park. Remember oh. Fonsworth Bentley's reality show? The gentleman from G's to gents. From G's to gents. So full full disclosure, I submitted to be on that show (laughs) when I was in college. (laughs) I tried to like make this profile like I was supposed to be like this really like rough and like dude that had a bad deal handed to him in life. So I took took, like this really shitty picture of myself, a couple. And I like, because they had like an email, you can email the people to be like, if you want to be on the next season from G's to gents. You know, send your send your picture, your bio. So I'm in my fucking college dorm room, just emailing the fuck out of this production, whatever email that I gave. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna be a G. I'm gonna act like a G and turn into a gent. And I'm gonna get on TV. I'm gonna be famous. It'll That's be smart. Yeah, but it, it didn't work. It didn't work. It worked for Riff Raff. It worked for. See, yeah. I could have been Riff Raff. You could have been Riff Raff. But then I also so when so this also happened in college. When it was like my last year in college, when 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 Kanye did that whole Donda email thing, where he was like, "Everybody email this Gmail account." Oh, I did. I, you did too. Oh yeah. What did you say in your email? Because I well, feel like I'm still waiting on that email, and that was like ten years ago. At that time, me and this Australian <laughs> guy came up with this game for Runaway, where you could like the same guy that made the uh, the app for the iPhone to play the uh, Daft Punk song, so I sent them that. I sent them some pictures I had made. I sent them, <laughs> like, uh, my my blog at the time. Like, I sent them, You like, were smarter than me, because I, I sent them nothing but a bunch of words talking about, I love you, Kanye. Well, yeah, no, I, I did that. <laughs> I wrote, like, a, like a serious essay yeah. about how, I would like, love to see what that email said again. I don't even have it. I couldn't even pull it up. Yeah, no, I sent my <laughs> resume. I mean, I was really, like, like, looking for a job at that time Hell I, was, yeah. I was right out of school so i was mm-hmm. like if i get this donda job <laughs> it's a wrap it's you were banking on it you were yeah. like he's gonna respond yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, i'm so glad i wasn't the only person that was like nah. lost in delusion uh, and thinking that it was possible that he was gonna email Big me sean had uh finally famous you sent an email to tell him why you're finally famous and he put you on you know big sean.com i sent him an email i'm still facebook telling him sean. about my my uh, beginning of doing stand up comedy and everything, and yeah, I remember when people were throwing Big Sean's mixtape on the ground outside of Club Blue in like 2005. <laughs> I remember hey. just going to like, remember when him it was him and Mike Posner used to Mike call Posner. around mm-hmm. a lot, yeah, because they were like the up and coming, like Michigan 
because Mike Posner wasn't from Detroit. He's from Troy, right? Yeah. But so they he, were like the up-and-coming Michigan put, yeah, he, put a, he never said Troy. Of course never. he didn't, because nobody would ever know what the fuck that was. And he, but he always <laughs> he had said big, Duke, though. He did say Duke. He did always, he graduate from Duke? I don't know if he graduated. I know he went. Ha, is he still doing music? Because I don't hear much about him anymore. I'm I'm not familiar with that. He's on he's on based on a true story. No you idea. You got a track on Two Chains first album. Okay, check him out. So that was five years ago. I don't know what. He <laughs> no, no, what's happening now? Yeah. Since <laughs> then, but you know, we know what Big Sean uh, is doing. I know what Big Sean's doing. Yeah, I remember when people used to throw his mixtapes on the ground, like, and not listen to him at all. And then when you hear him tell the story about running over to WJLB, yeah, and being like, "Hey, Kanye," you know, I feel like, well, see, and that's to me when we talk about Big Brother and we talk about Jay's relationship with Kanye. Um, if based on what we know, Sean's relationship to be, it, it seems like it's distance more, like. Sean has become more of an independent of himself mm-hmm, because yeah. of the way Kanye. But to me, that's more of a big brother him. relationship. That's more of a right. big brother. I feel like Sean would be more justified in speaking about Kanye the way it'd be less exaggerated on Sean's end, mm-hmm. much unlike how Kanye is with Jay. Do you think that's because Kanye, even though he had amassed a certain amount of success by the time Big Sean came into prominence? It still wasn't the same as how much Jay had. I, I feel like if you listen to Big Sean, he because Kanye he's was still kind of new. He's always talking about it though. Yeah, you that's know, true. If you right. listen to nothing is stopping you. You know, he sets up a whole scenario where he's outside a radio station and guys like Renegade, Never Been Afraid, you know, drinking lemonade. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but what I, if there was a clause in Sean's contract where he was like, "Look." You need to shout me out on every album. <laughs> I also feel like or Big Roscoe Sean. Dash is coming. <laughs> 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 Big Big Sean has, if, especially if you listen to his last album, you can. Th- he's got like a foundation around him. Yes, his mother. Yeah, he. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not too dissimilar from Kanye in that sense. But he, his, you can tell where his family mm-hmm. is important to him. You can tell his relationship is very his important friends. to him. Yeah, he's he's very he's grounded. He's grounded as fuck. But you know what I will say is that he has let some motherfuckers go. Because when I was in Detroit a couple weeks ago, when I was on tour, I um went into this restaurant with a couple friends of mine to catch up, and I saw someone who used to like be in his crew tough. I won't name no names. However, I did see this dude just sitting at a bar with like two other, three other people, and it didn't look like he had much going on with good music or. Bad. Well, you know, you know. Uh, I was like, got... wow, somebody, mm. somebody didn't make it into the, you know, into well, the wheelhouse. You know, you know <laughs> I mean, the same uh, but these, this is somebody Big that used to promote his shit heavy when we were like in high school and in college. Big Sean got robbed. He got robbed. He got robbed a couple years ago. Was it by a friend? He got robbed. It was. It was. He had people staying in his house. So that yeah. is. That could be very true. That I don't think it was this person. Though. No. 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 Yeah. I'm not saying that. That. But this person could have felt the aftermath. Oh, probably. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure he was a part of a whole like. I got. I got. I got a bunch of people cut off. Uh, chopped off the block. Yeah. yeah. He was. Doing, he, uh, Alex was chopping while. He was yeah. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Like you know, y'all didn't see that genius that just happened. But yeah. Um, when's the first time you heard a? <laughs> we, we, we get we got a 
wind this down. Oh, we just did that? Yeah, we did that. Okay. Already. I thought right. you I thought that's what you was doing. What's your favorite Kanye song? Least favorite Kanye song. My least favorite Kanye song would have to be from the Yeezus album. And I'm gonna be perfectly honest. It's Blood on the Leaves. A lot of people don't like Blood on the I Leaves. Like Two in a row. I wish we had this <laughs> before we talked to Nori about it. Because Nori made it seem like everybody didn't feel the weirdness I was feeling the first time I heard Blood on the Leaves carry on. It's you I we I I just it's not it doesn't really make sense to me. And it was one of the mm. few, it's one of the few times where I mean maybe someone can fill me in on what it means, but I don't really know what that song I mean Jesus was already like an album where I was kind of like this feels rushed I don't really know what he's saying every other album has always kind of been like made sense to me this was the one time where this album kind of felt like all over the place and Blood on the Leaves definitely didn't help help that I, I there's not there's not one song from that album that I gotta take Blood from on the Leaves because I one I do appreciate the like the reaction that it gives me but I also yes. don't like like the irresponsibility of <laughs> using strange fruit to talk about, you know, taking Molly and coming out your body. That's one of the moments where I would need him. You know how certain artists will do like a um, a commentary, like a storyteller, a story like oh, that's what I would need. I would need like a Yeezus album where he's like bit for bit saying like what this meant or what this song was about, like. That like if you're gonna use a reference like that, if you're mm-hmm. gonna sample some a a, a a a work of art like that, yeah, you need to kind of explain what that means because that song means a great deal to a lot of people. Exactly, and I think you know he could have went the easy route and talked about the life of O.J. Simpson over that sample, but instead he did something more difficult. And try to change what it's about. Shout out to Nas. Talked about his wife. Oh, like. <laughs> but yeah, Blown on Leaves probably is like one of the most underwhelming songs I think he's ever made. Mm-hmm. But. See it live, you will change your mind. Oh, really? I've never seen it live. Yeah. Yeah. See when you see it live, yeah. Because white people don't care. They get hype. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they have no idea what the fuck they're listening yeah, to. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 What's your uh, most favorite Kanye song? It would have to. I, I guess "Flashing Lights" is up there, but only because like I just have really fond memories with that song. Mm-hmm. Where you know we just always would. I would always get dressed to that song to go to go out. Um. Um. Yeah. Which "Flashing Flash Lights, Lights" video do you like the best? The very first one that came out. Okay. Well, I'm not a big some... fan of when people do things like back to back repeated. Is like, that the know. first one with uh, the like the kidnap? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like I like the first one. So you I like, like the first Kanye one. getting murdered? That's, All right. <laughs> well, he did it, not me. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> he wants the vulnerable Jay Z out. He made that. Yes, Shout I want, out I want to Spike vulnerable Jones. Kanye. Yeah, yeah. That was Spike Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I mean, graduation was an artistic moment for Kanye that I think if he were even to make, I wouldn't I wouldn't request him to go back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he should go back to that. A lot of people want old Kanye back. And how you gonna go back? How, how it's would be called how can professor? you go back? Yeah, like you can't go back from that. Teacher's assistant. I think he's. I think much like any, <laughs> much like any artist, Red you go shirt. through. <laughs> you go through periods of change, and you know, I feel like Nori goes to camp. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know where you would want him to go if he went back to color. What do you want him to be saying? Like, he has to he has to do things according to, like, what his lifestyle is now. So if, he's, if his lifestyle is now I'm wearing army boots in 100-degree weather, then he's going to give you army boots in 100-degree weather music. Like, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not going to get polo, right. polo all year round. You're going to get army boots with an oversized T-shirt. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Keen also no, I love how Kim like takes his clothes and like remixes it when he's not wearing them, and then they kind of have on like matching outfits. Does anyone notice that he dresses yeah. her? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My whole family. family. The look whole at family. look at Chris on the show. She be having Calabasas sweats and she be wearing the boots and everything. I can't with any of that, but yeah. <laughs> Rob can. Hey, I'm caught up. I look forward (laughs) to the next album, though. I do. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I just saw photos of Kid Cudi. They've made up, right? Yeah. They've made up. I'm glad. I'm actually more happy about their relationship than him and Mm -hmm. Jay-Z. That might be the relationship that needs to actually get dissected on. on Yeah. Yeah. A little more Mm -hmm. intimately. Absolutely. Because you hear that on, British broadcasting? <laughs> I'm telling you that I don't think it's gonna. They're gonna have shit. Are they gonna interview Kid Cudi? Maybe about no. It? No, they interview. They're not interview- Clark Kent, and they interviewing GLC. Two so, so you're gonna get somebody who always talks about how Jay Z's the greatest rapper, and then you're gonna also get somebody who publicly just critique Kanye on the Kanye side. It's like this is very biased. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I already know. I already know what's going to happen. BBC, holler at me. You didn't holler at me. You didn't holler at Chris. We could have been in there together. We could have been somebody. Alex. We could have had it all. We gonna, we uh going to let you finish. <laughs> but this is the end of the episode. Yeah. Do you got anything you want to plug? Anything you want to promote? You want the people to know? Um, you can just go to alexenglishcomedy.com. Ooh, website. For all of the information that you need to know about me. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Where can I find you on Twitter? Online, anything like Alex, that. Alex, um, on Twitter, Alex English, the three in English. The E in English is a three. And Facebook, uh, Facebook's weird. So just Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been man. getting some weird messages lately on Facebook. So you could just get on Twitter and do that thing and on Instagram. But yeah, mainly Twitter. Thanks yeah. for coming on the podcast. Thank man. you for having me, guys. You got anything? No, I don't got nothing. <laughs> you know where to find me. I'll be at where I'll be at. <laughs> Thanks for listening, All day, guys. nigga. Cheers. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.